0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. We got two very important playoff games tonight. The Islanders and the Nets are in action tonight. The Islanders look to get control of the series when they head back to the Coliseum tonight. For Game 3 of the series with the Tampa Bay Lightning... Obviously, the winner of this series going to the Stanley Cup final. The Islanders haven't been even close to being this good in decades. So, hopefully, the Islanders are able to get the job done tonight and go up 2 1 in the series. And then, if they could win the next game, which is also at home, that's probably their best scenario to get into the next round against. Tampa Bay Lightning, who are the defending champs. So The Islanders have their work cut out for them. And we're going to have to see how Varlamov is in net tonight for the Islanders just because like he got roughed up in the last game pretty early on in the first period. So we're going to have to see if he's able to get the start tonight for the Islanders. But that's that. Tonight in the NBA, we got the Nets taking on the Bucks. The Nets are looking to go to the next round. And head to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time in a long time. I don't think they've been there since like the early 2000s, like 2003 or something like that. When they had Jason Kidd and Vince Carter, Richard Jefferson, that era of basketball. I was just a really young kid at that point. But I remember that team being one of the most exciting teams that were around in the early 2000s. And obviously it's a completely different look now. The Nets have one of the best teams in basketball. They obviously assembled a super team this year with KD, James Harden, and Kyrie. And tonight, they're going to have to overcome adversity once again without having the big three intact. They're going to have two out of the three. James Harden and KD getting the start tonight. Kyrie's obviously hurt, and they're going to need... Other role players like Blake Griffin and Landry Shamit who can contribute on a nightly basis and has been knocking down threes lately. They need Joe Harris to come up big. And they basically just need to play better defense on Giannis and Chris Middleton tonight because that is the Bucks' key to winning games. Like They're the best two players on that team. They don't have many other great players on that team. They're the only two, and they make up a lot of their offense on a nightly basis. They score nearly 80% of the points every single game. So that's the key for the Nets to win tonight on the road. They obviously have to adapt to the away atmosphere, being on the road, and having to deal with the Milwaukee fans, who are a pretty crazy fan base in their own right. So the Nets can potentially finish out the series tonight. They're up 3-2. to two And Kevin Durant is going to need another impeccable performance tonight. He obviously went off for 49 in the last game. And James Harden wasn't really hitting too much. So Kevin Durant really had to carry the team, and that's something that he does not even bat an eye at because he's one of the best players in the world for a reason. He's just a different kind of breed of an athlete that exists today. He cares a lot about his craft, and he's put in the time, especially coming back from an injury that capped him out all of last season. So the Nets are exactly where they need to be. At least they're ahead in the series right now. And if they were to lose this game, they head back to Brooklyn for Game 7. Where they have been seeing a lot of success at home. And obviously having their fans or the energy that fuels the team to win more games than not. So hopefully the Nets are able to get the job done tonight. That's at 8.30. Last night there was some good action between the Hawks and the 76ers. The Sixers had a pretty big lead throughout the game. And the Hawks rallied from 26 points down. And they overcame adversity time and time again. Trey Young, 39 points, one of his better games of this series. 10 for 23 from the field. And he's been the heart and soul of that tape. Sorry, I was counting it right there. Um, then you had John Collins, 19 points, 11 rebounds. He's been big for the Hawks. And then, obviously, Clint Capella. Not the best night for him, but eight rebounds, two steals, six points. And then Lou Williams off of the bench, 15 points, three assists, two rebounds, two steals for the Sixers last night. Seth Curry, who is the only Curry brother that's in the playoffs this year. Sorry, Steph. 36 points, 7 rebounds, 2 steals in 38 minutes. Knocked down 7 for 12 from 3-point range. He's definitely been an unsung hero for the Sixers this whole entire season. He's been getting opportunities throughout his career and he's definitely a quality player, and I feel like he doesn't get the shine that he really deserves because of who his brother is. And Seth Curry is definitely a capable player. He went to Duke and was very highly regarded. And just because his brother, Seth Curry, is one of the best shooters of all time, doesn't take away from his game. He's definitely a great player. Him and Joel Embiid. They've been leading the team last night. Embiid thirty-seven points, thirteen rebounds, five assists, two steals, four blocks in thirty-nine minutes, and knocked down two threes last night. So right now Atlanta's up three to two in that series. They can finish that. Tomorrow at seven thirty on ESPN and Last night, also, the Jazz lost the very important home game against the Clippers without Kawhi last night, and they were able to get the job done on the road and prove that they're one of the top teams in the Western Conference. And the Clippers definitely want to be the top team in L.A. for the time being. Especially because the Lakers weren't able to go far at all this year. So, Paul George last night, really good game 37 points, 16 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. Marcus Morris last night. Another great game for him. 25 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal on the block in 40 minutes. Then Roger Jackson, 22 points last night. For the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal in 38 minutes. 4 for 14, shooting from 3. Joe Ingles, 12 points last night. Rudy Gobert, 17 points, 10 rebounds. Bogdanovich, 32 points, 9 for 17 from 3. Jordan Clarkson off the bench, 15 points, 3 rebounds. So this was a really big game for the Clippers last night, being that Kawhi's out with an injury and... He's honestly like the heart and soul of that team with Paul George. But Kawhi definitely provides a spark for the team. And when he's out, it could be kind of sketchy for them not having him on the court. So for them to win that game in Utah last night going up 3-2, heading back to L.A. for game six, this is definitely a crucial game. And the Clippers are definitely in the driver's seat at this point, even though the Jazz have been one of the top teams in the league this year. They're just getting outmatched in the playoffs. They lost by eight last night, and they need to get it in the next game. Otherwise, it's over. So that's that. So, we got the UFC fight card on Saturday, headlined by the Korean Zombie against Dan Ige. It's going to be a great fight. Looking forward to that. Some other UFC news. Max Holloway was supposed to be fighting July 17th against Yair Rodriguez. Was looking forward to that fight. Now, Max Holloway is out, apparently with an ankle injury or something like that. So... Hopefully that fight gets rescheduled and now they're going to have to find a new fight for that main event. And Yeah, the Conor McGregor card is approaching July 10th. That's going to be one of the best fight cards of the year. It's a really stacked fight card. Dustin Poirier against Conor McGregor. Obviously the main event. And the co-main event is Gilbert Burns against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Insane fight. Then Ty to Avasa versus Greg Hardy. That's a crazy fight. Someone's getting knocked out in that. Then Sean Sugar Show O'Malley against Luis Smolka. To lead off the main card of UFC 264. This is gonna be a great fight card. And then on the prelims, we got Carlos Condit against Max Griffin. Nico Price versus Mikel Pereira. That's gonna be an insane fight. Pereira flips on his opponents and shit, and he like runs off the cage and like does backflips on the guys and kicks them in the face. He's a very exciting fighter. <laughs> then Sean Brady. Very promising fighter in the welterweight division. He's 14. No, he's fighting Kevin Lee. That's going to be a great fight. Then Trevin Giles versus... I can't pronounce his name. Drikas Du Plessis. Uh, sorry. <laughs> and then Jiu-Jitsu Phenom Ryan Hall versus Ilya Toporia. It's going to be a good fight. Jennifer Maya returning against Jessica I. That's a great fight in the women's flyweight division. Omari Akmedov against Brad Tavares. That's an insane fight. That's on the early prelims, too. Wow. Brad Tavares definitely needs a good win. And this is a great fight in the middleweight division. Could definitely send one of those guys back into... Good ranking. So that's pretty much that. That's July 10th. Fight card from Las Vegas. That's going to be great. Dustin Poirier against Conor McGregor in the trilogy. And another trilogy that might happen now. Because of the result of the Figueredo-Moreno fight when Brandon Moreno beat Davison Figueredo for the Flyweight Championship at UFC 263. Figueredo said pretty quickly after that that he wants a rematch. And that will end up being a trilogy that a lot of people really want to see. But I feel like Brandon Moreno has officially shown his true skill set and might be a better fighter than Davidson Figueiredo in the overall aspect of the sport he was able to use his boxing to his advantage and then use his jiu-jitsu to submit him pretty quickly so Figueiredo was known for having great jujitsu, obviously he is from Brazil so he should be well equipped and he just gonna get the job done against Moreno and he became the first Mexican world champion in UFC history, which is cool. Definitely expands the sport into more territories when fighters from other countries win, so it's only a good thing for the sport to grow worldwide. And yeah. Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady are on the cover of Madden 22 this year and they marketed they marketed the game as like two goats. Obviously Tom Brady is like the official goat and Patrick Mahomes is like the baby goat who could potentially like surpass Tom Brady in the future. People have what they say about Tom Brady. Like they can say whatever they want about Tom Brady, but he's like one of the goats of any sport. True underdog story, not being like a highly touted prospect coming out of college. Like he was apparently like a really good quarterback when he was at Michigan and got drafted by the Patriots in the last round of the draft that year. So, it's kind of crazy that Tom Brady has had the career that he has and definitely has created, like, one of the best careers of any athlete coming from humble beginnings in the NFL, not knowing if he was going to be a superstar or not, definitely not thinking that he was going to win the Super Bowl, let alone six. And the Bucks are definitely the favorite to win the Super Bowl again this year. They obviously kept their whole starting regime intact. Like, they got every single player back from the Super Bowl team, and they're trying to run it back again this year. There's no reason why they probably can't with guys like Rob Gronkowski – who is Tom Brady's security blanket. (laughs) Like, you throw it to Gronk, and you're either going to get two touchdowns or probably uh, more. And he's just going to control the game from there. I can't wait for football season. Really looking forward to it. Obviously, I'm looking forward to seeing how the Giants – Use all of their new weapons, especially on offense, getting Kenny Galladay and then drafting Kadarius Toney, wide receiver out of Florida, who is known as the human joystick. So he's going to be fun to watch. Definitely a speedy receiver who uses his abilities to his best advantage. And he's going to be an instant playmaker for Daniel Jones. And then one of the key factors for the Giants this year is getting Saquon back. And having him healthy and letting him contribute as much as he can right away. Obviously, it's going to take time for him to get back into the groove of things, and we need Saquon back. He's one of the best young running backs in the league. He's one of the most elusive running backs that could literally just take off if he finds a little bit of free space. If the O-line is blocking for Saquon like, and he finds a hole, he's definitely going to be gone. And we've seen that so many times that he literally has that kind of fast twitch that can literally just let him explode down the field. And he was compared to Barry Sanders for a reason when he came into the league. And definitely has become one of the top running backs of all. Like, there are many great running backs, but there's no one that compares to Saquon, I feel like. Obviously, like, you have running backs like Derrick Henry, who is, like, not the same type of build as Saquon. Derrick Henry is a freaking house. Saquon's a smaller guy who basically uses his agility to his advantage, and he has some insane skills. Can't wait to see how the Giants perform, and obviously we upgraded our defense too with our draft picks this year, getting Aziz Lari. and then having guys on defense like Blake Martinez already creating a good linebacker core for the Giants. And then our D-line definitely needs to improve a little bit with Dexter Lawrence. And then we got Leonard Williams. And then guys like Ellerson Smith, who we just brought in, who is going to be one of the craziest edge rushers, very insane athlete coming out of Northern Iowa. I believe, and the Giants are definitely moving in the right direction. I can't wait for football season, and I can't wait to watch these two playoff games tonight. The Islanders and the Nets both need victories, and that's pretty much it. Islanders start at 8 o'clock tonight. The Nets start at 8.30 on ESPN. That's pretty much it, guys. Peace out. This has been an episode of One Stop Shop.